Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello and welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And uh, we are back. I am back. <laughs> um, we are both back because I think uh, last week there was an episode where Ambi wasn't here, but also I am back um, because mm-hmm. I was outside the country for the past like five days, which, uh, so yeah, back in the States. And um, it's, uh, you know what? It's weird. Normally when I travel, I always get so sad when I come home, like so like emotionally devastated because I was like just getting into it. And it, I had truly one of the most incredible trips I've ever had, but I also felt like that was perfect, ready to come home, like ready to go do the yeah. other stuff now. Well, that's always nice. I always think that that's nice. Like when you come home after a trip and you're like crying, I always feel like, Maybe. Maybe there's something in my life, my everyday life that needs to change here because this is not great. That's so true. Maybe that's, I never thought of that. That's like a really good sign that like you like your life, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, how have you been? I feel like I haven't seen you or talked to you in like a week because I like, basically you haven't. haven't. Yeah, you yeah. haven't. Um, my life is good. I was thinking of the TikTok that's like, and my life is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is my mom. And this is my mom. <laughs> um, my life is good. Nothing really new with me going on over here. Just, just existing. Just, just exi- existing. My mom comes into town tonight. So oh my or God. no, tomorrow, tomorrow night. I'm Camille, excited. How exciting. What are you guys going to do? Um, I'm going to like, just like, just give my mom a hug. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm just excited to mom. have my mom here. Yeah. We're not planning on doing anything like exciting. That is exciting though, to have her there. It's really crazy to think about when we first started this podcast, she was living with you and it was like such a big thing. She was living with you and kind of, there was uncertainty about what was going to happen in the future. And, and now it's like, she has different uncertainty on what will happen in the future. Oh, but still, (laughs) but still the uncertainty is there. (laughs) So exciting. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, she's really happy. She lives with my sister and my niece, and she's really happy there. She really likes Wait, stuff she friends. does? I had no idea. I thought she still lived in the Carolinas. No, she moved, like, last year. She just oh. – she caught up one day and drove across country. Oh, dang. That's really and cool. that is my mom in a nutshell. 
Go Camille. Um, by the way, Allison on Facebook said, happy belated Mother's Day to you ladies. That's something that Thank happened you. while I was Thank gone. Thank you, Allison. Yeah. Thanks, Allison. How was your Mother's Day? My Mother's Day was okay. Like, I think, like, it wasn't so, it's so funny. Because I know moms that are like, oh, my God, I want to spend so much time with my kids. I love them. And then I know moms that are like, get out of my face and leave me alone. <laughs> And um, this year, so for me, what happened was Mother's Day was obviously a Sunday, Saturday. My girlfriend and I hung out. We weren't like celebrating Mother's Day because like we haven't, I don't feel like we've been dating long enough for that. Right. But she got me roses for Mother's Day, which was really sweet of her. And then we went and saw her friend's kids high school play. We went to dinner it was just a really lovely day with each other and a really lovely date. And that was probably like the nicest way to celebrate mother's day because then the next, and she said, happy mother's day to me, which was really sweet. And then the next day she worked and my kids were like, I don't want to hang out with you. I want to watch TV. And I'm like, awesome. awesome. <laughs> Good. So I went to lunch by myself and just kind Aww. of existed by myself, which was fine. So well, that's really sweet. I'm glad you guys had that time together. Um, yeah, Mother's Day. Such a uh, – you know what's weird? My mom and my mother-in-law were basically together on Mother's Day, and me and my husband were out of the country, so we weren't with either of them. But my mom ended up being right near my mother-in-law, and they, like, had breakfast. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Um, that's really cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really weird, too, for me to realize, like, oh, wow, one Mother's Day from now, I will actually have a baby. Like, that is so yes. freaking odd. Um, <clears throat> because right now, it's just this, like, while, like, the the kicking and the symptoms and all that is getting more and more and more, and believe you me, my belly is getting bigger and bigger and bigger because, oh, my God, Um on this well maybe I should tell you about my trip actually because um yeah so this trip was so so I just got back from Amsterdam and um oh man there's so many things like uh, we had planned this trip for like months many months and we went with my husband's two best friends and their wives and the reason we did that is because one of those best friends he was in our wedding um, lives there with his wife. They moved there right before the pandemic, ironically, thinking, oh, we're going to live this like European lifestyle. And then they were in lockdown for two years and haven't explored the city at all because of COVID. So this is the first time that like they like got out and like got to do things they wanted to do. And like we were all there. So we just jam packed so much into this three or four days that we had there um, meanwhile, I have st- I studied abroad in Amsterdam when I was in college, and it was I kind of credit Amsterdam with being like my first awakening in a way. Like I wouldn't, it wasn't like I suddenly became spiritual or any, definitely not. But it was the first I I like found myself. It was like one of those eat, pray, love moments where you just. Mm-hmm realize a lot about yourself and you just feel like you're outside of yourself, like the old way you thought of yourself and you just feel happy and you feel, I just have never felt as happy as I did when I lived there. And so anyway, it's always held a special place in my heart. My husband and I went back when we were dating together for a little trip. Um, 
but you know, haven't been back since then. So it's been about like seven years since I've been there. And um, anyway, so we went and it was so beautiful because we've never been in the warm weather. We've always been in the cold weather. So beautiful. Um, so inc- like what's what was also really interesting was that the people there, I remember even seven years ago, I stuck out like a sore thumb because I was a brunette who was short and like curvier. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys know, but the Dutch are some of like the tallest people in the world. Um, so, you know, they're all du- like tall, blonde, blue eyed. A, a, a lot of them are. And um, this time when I came, you know, so seven years since I've been there, I was so wowed by the fact that their population seems to be completely blended. Like I didn't feel Mm. out of place at all. I didn't feel like I stuck out at all. I felt like I would, I don't even know, I would never even notice anything now when I came because there's just so many different types of people there. And I think that you can probably attribute that to like remote work and to like the ability to travel and people wanting to travel and live in different places. But anyway, the thing that I love so much about Amsterdam that I forgot is that it's one of the most active cities ever because like no matter what you do, you're getting on a bike and you're biking somewhere and mm. you got the endorphins flowing and you're, you have the wind in your hair and you have, you're seeing this and this and this and this and you're, and the bike system there is really kind of like, you have to learn it quick. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to casually bike down the road. It's like, no, everybody's going fast. They will come up on you and pass you in a lane that is like this much. You have to like learn hand signals and all this stuff really quick which I used to know, but it, it came back really quick. And um, I just forgot how good it feels to be in a city like that. And <clears throat> I just kept thinking to myself, like, man, like, no wonder I was so happy here, you know? No wonder, because it's easy. It doesn't cost anything, you know, to get – every right. time you go somewhere, it's not like, oh, well, I got to spend money. No, it's like you're using your body. You feel alive, um, the food is great. The people are great. Um, you know, just the the. Also, you all and I've said this before, but their work life balance is completely different. Their work life balance is like you just get the feeling no one really cares that much about work. They don't care. Mm, they go. Nice. Yeah, they go to it, but it's not like yeah. that's who they are. Who they are is like people who are like enjoying and being with their families and like playing in the park and blah 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 blah. So. It was just really, 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 really nice to get out of my routine, get out of the place that I am every single day and remember what it felt like, remember what it feels like to be a different version of me, you know? And it's not that, I think this time I felt so much more confident in who I who I am and it was so nice to be there. Um as this new version of me, but also remembering like, oh, remember when it used to be like this, like you can take elements from this memory and bring it into your life. Like it made me realize how much I love being outside and I love being active and I love when there's like lots of things and lots of different scenery changes in a day, you know? And I love being with friends and like, it just was a reminder that like, this is another version of life and you can live it not this exact version, but you could bring elements in. And um, 
So, yeah, it was really great. And we got to go see tulips and we got to go. We rented a boat and drove all through the canals one day. And actually, that was like one of the coolest parts for me was while we were driving through the canals, I was like, oh, I used to live on a canal. Like, that's where I lived. I had this awesome room that I lucked out. Literally, like when the housing person assigned me the room back when I was in college, they literally said, this is probably the best room we have. Like, Congrats. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. And I got there and I had a ground level uh, room that was on a canal that had a sliding door and a porch. And I could just sit there and be on the water like all day. And um, so anyway, I was like, wait, I used to live on a canal. So like, could we ride by there? And we, it turns out we were already riding by there. So I got to see it and I got to see my room like from the outside and just show my friends where I lived. And I was like, wow, like, and I never was there in the spring. I had only been there in the fall. So it was so nice to see it all beautiful. And I saw some students out there, you know, the new, the new generation out there. And um, it was, someone said to me, they were like, I was like, yeah, I used to sit right in that window and watch boats like this, the boat that we rented, go by and like wonder who was in there and like kind of why were they were in Amsterdam. And then my friend was like, wow, that's crazy. Did you did you ever think like you'd be on this boat, like looking in with like your husband, like pregnant, you know what I mean? And I was like, no, no, I never thought that. It was a very surreal, like sliding doors, like perspective yeah. shift moment. Um. So, yeah, um, I also ate a shit ton of food, which is great because I love the food in Amsterdam and it was ama- and it was all amazing. Um, but my belly has definitely popped out for reels. And um, I was getting uh, the only like downside to all of this was like, back pain like the back pain has started and the round ligament pain has started and I'm like on the plane through all these flights being like oh shit like yeah like I can't travel the way that I was traveling anymore because it's not just discomfort it's like supreme discomfort like I want to lay down on the floor of this uh plane right now but I can't um, so yeah, that was kind of the only like struggle of the trip. I biked a ton. I also got pushed around in a wheelchair and a, a bike made for cargo. Like we, <laughs> there was some moments that were like funny slash embarrassing slash thank God. Cause I was in so much pain. Um, but it was just a really nice trip. And I guess the reason that I wanted to share about it besides just sharing about it. And that's what I've been doing is because, it really reminded me how important it is to travel. Like even if you can't go out of the country, to get outside of you, I I would highly recommend getting out of the country if you can, especially Europe, because before I went to Europe for the first time, I never understood America any differently. Like I could never look at America any differently than I'd ever seen it from inside. You know, and once you get out, you realize, oh, like not only do you see where you come from differently, you see, oh, wow, like all these other people have so many interesting ways of doing things, like different ways of saying things, different ways of spending money, different ways of uh, organizing their cities. Like and it, it really opens your mind to realize like America isn't like that's not the only way. There's so many ways. And um But it also gives you a chance to just like, 
reset your vibration, you know, and get some perspective on yourself and life. Like I found it so much easier for some reason a couple days into the trip to just be like, I'm awesome. And like, I love myself. And like, everything's great, you know, rather than a few days before I'm here where I've always been being like, I'm not doing enough and this and this. Like for some reason, it just was so much easier once I got outside to be like, what am I talking about? Everything's great. Life is great. I'm great. I, I, I'm doing really well. Like, and, you know, that could also be a product of being in a society where they don't value the same things, right? Like mm-hmm. whether it's conscious or not, it could also be that. But that's what I'm saying is like you need to get – you need to push yourself outside of your comfort zones and your routines mm-hmm. in order – even if it's just a different part of the country so that you can feel these different parts of yourselves and and be able to kind of shift your perspective sometimes. That's it. Yeah, I mean, do we have any comments from Facebook? Um, Sato Ken, I know Sato Ken, said, I was born and brought up in Japan. Then when I was 20, I spent five months in Oklahoma, and that experience literally changed the course of my life. That's so crazy. Ken, is your name first name Ken? Or is it, you know, is it Ken? I know. Um, I think he goes by Ken. Okay. Like for us, for Americans. Okay. (laughs) That is so, like, that's so interesting to hear because you would, uh, from the States, like Oklahoma, no offense to anyone in Oklahoma, but like, it's kind of just this like, this like middle, it's in the middle, right? It's like a middle America. And it's so crazy to hear because most people in America would be like, oh, my God, Japan, like what a culture shock. And what it's like you come from Japan to go to the middle middle America where it's like, you know, and and it changed your life. But that's the truth. But that's the truth is like it doesn't really matter necessarily which way you're going or how the environment is different. It it matters that it's different. It matters that you put that intention in to get outside you know Mm, yeah absolutely and I think that oh excuse me um and I think that no matter how you do this like the intention to get outside of yourself and to see like the bigger picture is really important but like traveling is one of the best ways I think because it gets you outside of your routine too which can be scary but well that's That's the other thing. I think when you're in a whole new culture too, you have so much to figure out and you learn Mm -hmm. really quick and it's exciting. Sometimes it's frustrating. Like, trust me. Oh my God. There were so many things that happened while we were doing all of these things. Like, like, like somebody's like suddenly we biked like two hours to this like castle where we had like a picnic and then we waited really long because we were having a good time at the castle. And then the thing is not everything in Amsterdam closes at five, everything. So um, we had, so anyway, we were about to bike back and it was after five and all of a sudden we realized that one of our bikes has a flat tire, which means Mm. like, what do you do? Because there's no bike repair shop open and we're hours away from home and we only had as many bikes as people. So what, like, what are you going to, you, you're not going to get an Uber from there. It's like a small, like, so we... Luckily, had one of the bikes was a cargo bike that was also an e-bike that somebody wanted 
uh, to rent so we could bring all of our stuff. And like my husband wanted to drive it. So we put me in the cargo bike and she rode my bike. And but, you know, like and even before that, we had problems and like when things happen, it's like it's not as easy as when you live in the suburbs and you go, okay, well, I'll just get in my car and I'll just call like, you know, AAA or I'll just whatever. But I think that's kind of what makes it feel exciting because it turns on these new parts of your brain where you like have to solve a puzzle. It's not just so easy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There are some things that are even easier than are in America. And then there's some things that are like, whoa, if we were in America, this would be solved in like five seconds. But this is going to take hours or days to figure out or to resolve. Um, So and I think it also teaches you to just like go with the flow. Like not everything is going to happen exactly as you want it. And that's okay. And I think this really goes into what I always say about like pleasure and pain and this idea that like we always want to be so comfortable as humans. We want to be inside our neat little box so that nothing ever goes wrong and nothing ever goes unexpected and blah, 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 because we think that's what's going to make us happy. But in actuality, when that's the case, when we've reduced our life to this tiny box so nothing can go wrong, it's painful because it's boring as fuck. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But you you become bored. You become like, you don't even realize it. You're bored. And it's actually pretty fun to get into these situations where you're like, okay, well, there is a solution. Let me just figure it out because you're, you're, you're using new parts of your brain and, um, it feels like living, you know? So yeah. What, what, uh, what are some of the things that were easier in Amsterdam? That's not as oh, just like just like we well weirdly like getting like public transportation is effing incredible. Clean. Okay, like how so? Like the clean, so clean, so easy, on time. The but the city is made for pedestrians and bicycles. So pe- bicycles always have the right of way, even if cars coming. Bicycles have the right of way. Cars are like last on the list. Um, mm-hmm. So the city is set up for you to get around so easy, it's ridiculous. Now, again, if you go outside the city, now you're dealing with different towns and stuff. But I'm saying right. it's like, as a, even in Philadelphia, like we have a subway system here, but I don't want to take it. And I don't mm-hmm. want to get on the bus. It's just, it's, a, it's not easy or clean. Um, so stuff like that. Um, oh, there's no, no, no tipping or tax. So what any price you see, that is the price. Um, There's just a lot of things that are just very simple in terms of organization and in terms of like finances. Um, It just feels easy to get around in that way. But the things that are harder is, okay, then when something goes wrong, though, you can't just get in your car. Like then you have to kind of stop what you're doing fix the thing or deal with the thing. And also it's little things like, um, you know, like we had to return our bikes and move our luggage from one place to another. How are you going to do that? Well, you have to take like get multiple people, take multiple trips. There's stuff like that that you have to figure out that can be harder. But there's also solutions to that, like cargo bikes and stuff like that. So it's just, um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It just, that I guess those are the main differences that I'm thinking of, really. Um, what was your favorite thing you ate there? 
<laughs> uh, there was this almond croissant that was pretty damn good. Um, it just, it sounds normal, but it was not normal almond croissant. It was like, had marzipan in it and it was, um, but we also went to this, um, so there's Dutch are known for their Indonesian food, um, as well as their pancakes. Oh my God, Ambie, I didn't even tell you. I had to get the brain tickler. I finally did it. The brain tickler test. Test Oh, you did? Yeah. It's been my fear for all of COVID. I'm like, I'm not getting that test. I'm not getting that test. We get to Amsterdam and find out. We didn't even realize this, that you have to get a test to go home. So Mm -hmm. we, the day before, book our test. And as we're in line waiting for the test, I'm like, I see people coming out from the screen. And they're like, they're making this face. Like, thank you. Like that. And I'm like, oh, no. So then... Chad, my husband's like, yeah, it's the brain tickler. It's definitely the brain tickler. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, well, I knew I would make my, meet my maker someday. I guess I have to do it because I couldn't go home. It. <laughs> <laughs> my maker. Oh, I my God. one day it would come down Jesus. to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I um, – so, <laughs> So anyway, I go around and guess what? It wasn't bad at all. It was. No, it's not bad. That's what I've been telling you. Okay. But when they give you the other swab to do it yourself, it's like a Q-tip, right? This shit was like a tiny, tiny, tiny little like stick. And it like tickles. It just like tickles. I know. I've had it done several times. It's not, it's not bad at all. Okay. Well, I thought they were sticking that Q-tip up and like poking your brain. That's what I thought. No. No, it was fine. It was great. It was great. a strep throat test is way worse than way worse. Than oh my god, way so worse. much worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was I I conquered that fear. Um. And oh yeah. So Amsterdam is the Dutch are known for their pancakes, savory and sweet. So hmm. their pancakes are very very thin, but they make them into kind of it's kind of like imagine an omelet in terms of savory. But they is they it like a meat. crepe? I'm thinking kind of like of, a crepe, kind okay. of. Okay. And then they make sweet ones with like you know all kinds yeah. of great stuff like a regular so, pancake yeah yeah but oh my god I, my acid reflux have never been so bad as on this trip like i was really? literally chugging the tums chugging because i was like this is insane because we were eating just so much bread so much bread so much sugar and i was happy about it i'm like that's why i came here to like eat all this amazing european yeah. stuff but Oh my God. Um, But the other cool thing was that we planned this trip exactly in the middle of my husband and I's birthday. My husband and I are 12 days apart. My birthday was a a week and a half ago about. My husband's birthday is today. And so we got to really, we always like to try to do something like that during the middle of our birthdays to kind of like celebrate our birthdays. Mm -hmm. And so it was really special because this is a really special place to both of us. We love it a lot. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I, so anyway, the point of all of this is to, we said this during COVID quite a bit, but it's like, if you've been thinking about going somewhere, if you want to go somewhere, don't wait. Like, if you can at all help it, don't wait. Like, plan it. Like, make sure you go because you will, you know, I think in this society we're constantly programmed to believe that what we should spend our money on is things and that if we don't have money for things, we're going to be really upset or miss out. And the truth is at the end of your life, you will never think about those things. You will only think about the times that you had 
when you experienced something new yeah. yeah and you traveled and you and you had spent time with people like that's the other thing when you go on a trip with people or you know like just a friend it lets you know how much time you really spend on your phone like because mm-hmm. you suddenly realize oh i don't really want to look at my phone. I'll check things and stuff, but I don't really want to look at my phone because I'm talking to somebody, you know, like I'm here with somebody. So, and I want to like see things. Um, So do it, like put yourself out there and and make a plan and try, and even if you have to do it on a budget, like like backpacking style, like do it. It's fun to figure things out. That's what what happened when I first studied abroad. Oh my God, we went on so many trips where I didn't have money. Like I didn't have, I couldn't just, if something went wrong, just pay for a brand new hotel room. I didn't have money. And there was a time we went to Paris. We booked our, that was the first time I ever went to Paris and something went wrong with the uh, hostel we were staying at. And it turned out that the, weekend we went was actually the same weekend as the Paris versus Ireland, the France versus Ireland soccer game, which like soccer is like, it was like a championship game. So the whole city of Paris is booked up and something went wrong with our hostel. So we had nowhere to stay. And I swear to God, I thought we were going to be sleeping on, I was picking out corners. I was like, if we have to, like, that's going to be my corner that I'm going to sleep on because like, that's the best looking here. Um, I spent the whole day fucking terrified being like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening with my friends. And then suddenly like we met someone and they showed us some place and whatever and it all worked out and it kind of always does. And it was so satisfying when it worked out because it was like, yes, like, you know, you, you solved the puzzle. So that's the point is like, don't be afraid even if you have to do it on a budget because you'll figure it out and there's a ton of people that are doing it that way. I mean, be safe, but just make it happen. Make it happen, Kevin. Mm-hmm. That's it. And speaking of this, um, we have a travel opportunity for those of you who are like, all right, ready to travel. Um, yep. <laughs> we are doing our only retreat of the year. Only retreat of the year. Only in- one. So sad. Only one. But it exciting. Is- it will be exciting, yeah. And everybody who's coming so far is just, amazing people. It's going to, I said on the last episode, I'm calling this a sweetheart retreat because it's just like full of sweethearts. And, um, and we are doing this in June in Northern Georgia, June 9th through 12th. Ambi, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So we're taking our, uh, you're not crazy, your intuitive course and making it into a live event. So we're going to go over all kinds of exercises and, different ways to be more connected to yourself and therefore grow your intuition. Um, We're also obviously going to be doing tapping on different blocks and triggers. um, And then also uh, channeling the arc nine and um, doing different personal interactions like that. Like we always do at every retreat, including like outdoor activities and things of that nature. We're staying, um, in a separate house from the retreat center and there's a waterfall in the backyard. And so, and it's in the Blue Ridge mountains. And if you've never been to the Blue Ridge mountains, they're beautiful. Um, I've never been to Georgia, but I've been to North Carolina, Blue Ridge mountains and I forget what other state, but they are really pretty. So it's, it's a really nice place to be, especially in the summertime, and it won't be too hot, it won't be too cold. So I think it's going to be perfect. Yeah. 
I think it's going to be perfect too. And again, this is a really, first of all, this retreat, if you've been wanting to develop your intuition so that you can trust yourself more, you can listen to yourself better, or you want to genuinely like read people and do that professionally down the line, let's say, or for fun, whatever, um, or connect with loved ones in spirit, this is the retreat to come to because you're going to get to do it live. Like you will leave there having done it. So, Mm -hmm. and knowing that you do it. And there's nothing that gives you more confidence than having done it. As we can see from um, our course, it's like, I think that so many people think like, okay, I know I'm intuitive, but am I really intuitive? Just like me. Like, I always thought that. And the second that you realize you've always had your intuition, you've always been able to hear your intuition, you just never knew it was that, like, you'll be so excited. So anyway, this is the retreat for that. But also this is a really good opportunity for anyone who has not given themselves time or adventure or change in their routine. Like this is, um, so this retreat will be four days, which is technically shorter than our other retreats and it goes over a weekend. So it's really good for any moms or parents who have just kind of been uh, stuck in the um, mom role for a while Mm -hmm. and maybe haven't given themselves space. Um, We only have a few spots left um, and we're talking to someone about another spot tomorrow. So this is the time. If you are wanting to come, let us know. Go to our website, fill out the application. It's very, very short and we'll set up a call. We'll we'll chat and um, yeah. And just to remind you guys, we don't, you don't need to worry about anything. Once you get to the Atlanta airport, we are taking care of transportation to the retreat center. We are taking yeah. care of food. We are taking care of lodging, everything like that. Um, the other thing I want to say is every month we do with our patrons uh, for just $5 or above, we do bonus episodes of this podcast. And one of the bonus episodes is a celebrity spirit interview where we interview a celebrity in spirit. It's exactly as it sounds. And uh, the other, the second one is an intuitive um, read into a conspiracy theory. You know, like last month we did Amelia Earhart and found out what happened to her and her plane. Um, and so we let our patrons vote on each of these topics. And this month, the winner of the Celebrity Spirit interview is the one and only Mac Miller. So um, Mac actually passed away when Ambrosia and I were together. We were together when we heard the news that you were in Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. I was sitting on the couch and I remember I was like, oh my God. Because I was like, you were upset because you were like, how is Ariana Grande going to lose her mind? Ariana is going to lose her mind because she was engaged to Pete Davidson at the time and And had just broken up with him. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's just the way that you acted like you are personal friends with Ariana or Ari. I felt like I knew her. I was like so devastated for her. But anyway, so. Um, and it was really, really sad passing. And actually, Ambrosia and I have spoken to him before, but it wasn't it recorded. <laughs> well, to you. I think we were also making a spe- – you you had some friends over who were getting a little rowdy. And- it didn't go great. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, why are you saying it didn't go great? Because he was, like, dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was very Mac Miller. 
I hope he's more appropriate this time. I'm interested to see how he's changed. But anyway, none of that was ever – you guys were never given access to that. You guys never heard about that or got the experience of that. So everyone voted him. um, And we are going to be doing that interview this Thursday, the 12th. At 1 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we are live streaming that to Patreon. If you want to join and ask your own questions, because that's where we get our questions for the interview, uh, you yeah. can join at patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, you can either comment a question if you can't be there live or join the live and participate in the conversation. Replays are available. And we're really excited to talk to him. Um, the other thing is that... Oh, I want to. Uh, I want to. Just a couple more uh, Patreon announcements. Um, we are. I, I want to take a second, and Ambi would love if you would chime in on this too. I want people to know about our top Patreon tier because it's constantly brought to my attention that like people don't really know it's there. And even if you go to Patreon, someone told me like if you don't scroll all the way down, it looks like oh, there's yeah, a. Oh yeah, you'll miss that. Yeah. So we have three Patreon tiers and it's $5 at the minimum, $20 for our K9 stuff. And then um, there's an $80 tier for more in-depth ARC-9 stuff where you get to do coaching with ARC-9, but that's usually, um, we only have limited spots. And so you really usually can't get in. People have to get on wait lists to get in that. Um, But we do have a top tier and the tier is $250. And every month you get a reading with Ambrosia, a tap with me, mm-hmm. and we actually allow you to have access to that tier that's closed where you get to do coaching with Arc 9 and everything underneath. So it's actually this really amazing deal that like we always kind of forget to tell people about. And I'm just bringing this up because someone just joined in because they realized it was there. And I was like, you know, there might be a couple other people that could really benefit from this. So um, check it out if that sounds like something that you would like. Um People find it really helpful and supportive when they're going through certain times and they need some emotional support as well as some clarity on how to move forward. It's a really good deal. Um, and you can cancel at any time. So check it out. And yeah, Amy, you anything you want to say cancel about that? It. You can cancel at any time or you can pay the whole year. It's entirely up to you. And, and also, we are five patrons away from our Woo-hoo! goal. Five away, guys. So we need your help. It would be great if you could join our Patreon and support us. And then we will release uh, the fun video of Alexa and I getting a bikini wax, but you don't see our naughty bits. Brazilians. That's right. But you don't see our naughty bits. Don't worry. (laughs) And on that note, let's thank our uh, sponsors of the show, AKA our new patrons, um, Carly, Brittany Harrington, Alexis Piros, uh, Rush and Rochelle Loosemore. These are the newest patrons since the last time we read, which was last week. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Rochelle, I just gave you a reading and I had a great time. Thank you so much. Wow. What is that support? That she, she, you just gave your, your, uh, sitter a, ra- a rating. Yeah. <laughs> like I would read you Rochelle. You were a great sitter. I would read Rochelle anytime. I highly recommend her. <laughs> five out of five stars. I recommend. Highly recommend her. <laughs> um, cool. Anything else you want to talk about, Ambie? Anything you want to mention? No, I think that's it. All right, everyone. Well, we love you. And until next time, keep, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye.
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.